Support for this episode comes from our friends at Audible. Audible is a audiobook platform that's run by Amazon, and it's a great way to listen to your books in the same way that you listen to podcasts. So I want to give you an opportunity to get a free book on me, Jason Fried's Remote, Office Not Required, is a book from an author I really admire. This guy runs a very successful company. He's got a super phenomenal work ethic. And I really think that you can learn a lot from this book remote. So check out audibletrial.com slash BLC. That's my gift to you. A free audio book credit for Amazon's Audible if you've never tried it before. Or click the link in the show notes if you do have Audible and you would still like a copy of the book. Your purchase goes to help support the show, and we can continue to create content like this. So let's get into the show. Hey, thank you for tuning into another episode of the Business Life and Coffee podcast. This week, I have a very special guest in studio. We've got Natalie Mangrum, who is the CEO of Maryland Teacher Tutors. Yes. So we're doing a cool thing. We've got Instagram Live here. We've got some video going uh, because uh, she's in studio and she's a super cool, super funny person. So I want to capture all of this. So <laughs> you've, been, you've, been, uh, you've been on your celebrity world tour lately. Well, I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> <laughs> I was on like one news channel and basically I told everyone I was famous and I was on there for two minutes and it felt really exciting. So I pretty much harassed Joey and was like, I'm famous now. Like you and your 40,000 followers (laughs) need to let me on your show. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, once you get that media credit, I think (laughs) that allows you. Is that uh, what it took? Yeah. You have to (laughs) first get the uh, the two minutes on the uh, news channel. But it was it was it was crazy because then they had you talking, but then they layered all this video on top of you for like a third of it. I was so mad about that. Yeah. I was like, she's there to talk. (laughs) They like played my voice and then, yeah, they had random children, which is, you know, that's what I do this for, the children. But I didn't want my whole two minutes of fame and they took it down to one. So So Natalie, tell us about your company while you are getting set up. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, so I don't know how much that's going to be set up. I am the CEO of Maryland Teacher Tutors, which is a private tutoring company. That services students in grades K through 12, and we send certified teachers out into their homes to provide academic support to their families. And so that's what I do. How long have you been? How long have you Joey's been doing fixing this? this? So I started the company in 2015. I was a reading specialist in Baltimore City Schools. A parent of a friend was like, hey, can you tutor my kid on the side? She's like, I'll pay you 60 bucks an hour. I'm like, what? As a teacher, I'm not making that. Right. So I'm like super excited to do that. <laughs> and so I do it. Long story short, I get fooled because she refers me out to a lot of folks. And I'm like, I don't want to have to turn business away. So let me hire like another colleague of mine who would be interested in um, helping me out with the tutoring. And so I hired her. She was in $60 an hour again. Like, why wouldn't you do this? And so I hired her um, and she got full. And I was like, okay, just hire another person. Went to Craigslist and was like, 
looking for teachers who were looking for tutoring opportunities. And people sleep on Craigslist. Is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) I mean, there's all those sketchy things that happen on Craigslist, but (laughs) you can find some pretty good stuff and pretty good people Mm. on Craigslist too. So, especially teachers. Like, I mean. In general, I feel like they're decent people. Are teachers just like in between classes, like on Craigslist? I mean, no, I think they post after school. And because teachers aren't really market savvy, they don't really like quite know what they're doing. So, yeah, I found another teacher. She was my third teacher. Anyway, this process continued. She got full. Once I got to teacher number five, I was like, I'm no longer comfortable having people like write checks to me and come to my house and bring me cash. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I'm going to start a company. and. That's the rest is history. All right. So Maryland teacher tutors, there's a lot in the, in the name. Uh, obviously, you're in Maryland and you have teachers that are tutors. Was it? I tried to make it so simple. Like, I right? Mean, yeah. <laughs> so I have this thing, right? I, I feel like so much is in a name and people will create names for their companies that have nothing to do with their business mm. or there's there's such this deep explanation for it. And it's like, huh, OK. All right. So what do you do? Right. <laughs> right exactly. So I love a very uh, straight and to the point name in Maryland Teacher Tutors is is just that uh, business life and coffee. We talk about life and and business. And uh, well, Natalie's drinking coffee now, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I have to get mine later. Actually, I have to drink water. Um, my wife told me I have to hydrate. So why um, do you not drink water? What's not as much as I should. I used to drink a lot of water, but uh, I don't know. I see busy. no water near you. I know, I know. Well, first of all, thanks for putting me on blast. But <laughs> second of all, I will. Uh, I'm going to make sure I get my um. Was it eight cups? I, think like eight cups I don't know. It it supposedly depends on your body weight. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of body weight, so I have more <laughs> cups to drink. We're here with Natalie Mangrum, the CEO of Maryland Teacher Tutors. Wait, I have a question. What's the name of your company? Since you talked about names being so important. Oh, like, yeah. So my company's name is Jumpstart HR. Which makes sense. Which, okay. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. Um, believe it or not, a lot of Google searches, uh, we, we show up in um, Toei. Um, so people might put like Jumpstart Baltimore or oh. Jumpstart whatever. But uh, besides that, we are like top keyword for um, a small business HR outsourcing. Oh, that's awesome. Or, um, startup HR consulting. So that, that's pretty cool. But yeah, Jumpstart HR, what makes this clean and simple? Well, I have another question, and I'm not supposed to be interviewing Joey. However, so your top, like SEO-wise, you guys are obviously doing really big things. What? How did you get to that place? Yeah, so um, when I started the business, I was very big on social media. He has like, 40,000 followers. Not like a celebrity <laughs> on social media, but like big on like I'm a proponent for it right okay. so uh, I would tweet I would Facebook I'll write blogs post articles all that stuff and so people started paying attention and then um, you know people would take my articles and then link back on their page oh. and then I would also uh, be quoted in publications and so okay. when they have you on your web on their website they link back to your company so really? you get all of this subtle brand authority the credibility or whatever. the backlinks yeah. okay now it's, it's a lot easier uh, because I've been in it for a while, but there's a website called Haro, which is a uh, help a reporter out and you just yeah. write a pitch and then you say, Hey, you know, I'm Natalie. Has that worked for you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, like a big time, like a lot. Yes. It's almost, uh, it's kind of bad now, but it's almost like now I could flip a switch. Right. So it's like, cause I have a, I have this pitch set up, you know, I talk about who I am, what awards I've, I've gotten. And then I go into my pitch 
And then I close out with something sincere. And then, um, you know, that people will call me back. Or even, but see, the that. question is, like, you get to, when you create your pitch, you have these awards. Yeah. What about a person who has none yet? Like, what was your pitch before you had all the awards? Before all of the awards, I just talked about who I am, what I do, and, and what population I serve. Um, sometimes you can add how long you've been at it. So okay. you might say, um, how long have you been teaching? How long have you been? How long have you been in education? In education, 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. So you can say I've got a decade of experience. I'm a founder. I'm in Baltimore. We service X amount of people. So when you can quantify your expertise, that's a, a good Ooh, way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hope y'all got that tip because I did. <laughs> yeah. So that helps. What else? Uh, every now and again, I would I would pay people to help with SEO. I can't tell you if uh, if that helped at all. But um, also, you have to train your brain to think like SEO. So uh-huh. think how people search. Think how people use keywords. So for an article, I will probably write. Give me a give me an example of an article that you might write. Like homeschooling is becoming more popular. You know how to know if your kid should be homeschooled or go to traditional schools. Okay. So then a person is going to search. Um, should I? put my child in homeschool. Right. So that should be in like your first two sentences. So you would be like, um, like your your article would be like five tips to, um, five tips to determine whether homeschooling or traditional schooling is right for your child. Yeah. And then, um, your first line should be, if you stumble across this this article, you're probably wondering, should I send my child to homeschool? And then you go into genius. So you just have to think. Were you in all honors classes as a child? Not all honors classes because there's no honors PE. (laughs) Like, how do you have honors PE? All right, yeah, we're going to figure out the trajectory of this uh, basketball. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I was was in tag. I was in. What's tag? Talented and gifted. Oh, okay. We call it gifted and talented now. Oh, oh, see, she's she's dating. Um, yeah, so so I was in uh, I was in tag and then um, in Mar- at Maryland I was in honors college, but uh, no, b- believe it or not, like a lot of the things that I know now is just because like you have to as an entrepreneur you have to study like you can, it's like schooling all over again. But some of this stuff is intuitive. It sounds like for you, like the fact that you were like, oh, I thought about what would a person looking for this search like on a browser? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. You no, learned that? Okay. No, I learned it. And, and honestly, that's why I have this podcast. That's why I um, called it Business Life and Coffee, because a lot of the things that maybe feel intuitive for me now, it's because someone just straight up told me like, hey, I love that. You're, you're jacked up. You're screwed up. You need to do it like this. So you're going to be in a dinner conversation or at a happy hour or something like, no, you need to write your articles like the person that consumes it. And then somebody's going to be like, wow, that's so intuitive. <laughs> You're and so it's, smart. It's, it's because of the the net. It's because your network. It's because pe- there's people in your life that can tell you, like, hey, do this, do that. And here's the difference between Joey and I, because he's like, no, I had to learn this, and I'll be like, yeah, it's totally intuitive for me. Like, I just, you know, like I'm brilliant. There's uh, <laughs> the the, 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 the spirit of modesty. Is <laughs> no, no, no. All right. So you you've been doing Maryland teacher tutors. You started with. Uh, you met a need of one person and then that grew. Um, what have been some of the big wins that you've been excited about? So I think the biggest win that I'm still honestly awestruck about is just like how much the company has grown. Talk so, about the growth. So 
we, in terms of number of teachers, we've we doubled every six months since I made the decision of like, we should probably be a company. It's kind of weird just yeah. being under Natalie at this point. Yeah. Maryland Teacher Tutors was created and we doubled every six months from then, which showed me, you know, there's really a need obviously here. And there are parents out here who are looking for this service. But yeah, I would say, you know, like, so every year we have this annual event where we get together. I don't see the tutors often because it's a mobile like company. So yeah. the tutor goes out to the parents. I don't necessarily, we don't have meetings and like, I don't see them a ton. So we have one annual event where I get with them. We get our photos taken. We get some videos and like everything happens at once. Mm-hmm. And every year that we grow, I'm like, this is crazy. Like we start with six teachers, you know, in a photo shoot or whatever. And then the next year it's like 15. And then this past year it was like 30. And I'm just I don't know. For whatever reason, this past year, I was looking at this like, why do people follow me, though? Like, why do your employees follow? Yeah. Why Why does anyone like I'm a little bit I'm very much I would consider myself authentic sometimes, maybe not in the best way. Like, (laughs) I'm very myself. Yeah. And in in an industry, which is education and learning, I sometimes feel like parents are like, why did she say that? But then I'm also, <laughs> I'm also like, how are there teachers that actually feel like I'm a good boss? It's just crazy. Uh, I mean, you're you're doing something right. There's got to be something intuitive that you've got going on there. You mentioned your authenticity. People, uh, there's a I've heard it before. Uh, people would rather follow someone who's always real than someone who's always right. Mm. And so, just keeping it real, like people will know what to expect. You know, like, sometimes it can be scary though, like. I recently posted something that I took down and then I'm like, I feel like someone could have screenshotted that <laughs> and it can come back against me later. Yeah. And I'm just hoping that it does it. So I'm trying to learn. Well, I mean, you know, there's, there's trial and error, but um, it's all good. I, I think, yeah, your authenticity is huge. Um, you're a genuine person and um, your, your passion. Let's talk about your passion for the students. Like why teaching? Why tutoring? Why is that important? For you? Yeah. So I, in college, went to a um, conference. It was a Christian. It was called the Impact Conference. Mm-hmm. Is, do they still have that? Do you know? You know, they probably do. I remember Impact. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They were, they had a camp uh, chapter at Maryland, I think. Yeah. So I went to the Impact Conference when I was in college. Teach for America was there. And TFA, what, what? TFA 2009 alum. I'm so old. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to, you know, I went to the conference, obviously, and TFA spoke, and I was just like in tears listening to the the academic deficit that was happening in yeah. with children who were um, in under-resourced and underserved communities. And I was kind of like, man, I want to do this. And so I went to grad school right after undergrad. Where'd you go to grad school? I went to grad school at Clarion. Okay, no one, yep. no, you would know where that no, is? Yeah, yeah. How do you know where that is? No one I have, knows that. I have family. My dad's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Joey, we're connected. I feel like I told you this before. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, literally, guys, when I tell people I'm from Clarion, they're like, okay. Yeah, they have no clue what I'm talking about. Uh, he went to Shinley High School. Did he? It doesn't exist. He was anymore. from the Hill District. From the Hill, yeah. So just so you know, just so you know, though. Joey's father was from the hood. <laughs> so, so Joey has really made his family <laughs> proud with with the come up. Well, you know what? My, uh, we still have the the uh, house in the family. Do you? And um, it's definitely not hood anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did your dad come? On something. Did he come to Maryland to live, and My, then that's where you came in? No, uh, I came in the picture somewhere in Texas. 
because uh, that's where I was born. Um, but technically, I came to picture somewhere before then. But anyway, uh, my dad was in the Air Force. Oh. Yeah, so he moved around quite a bit. He was uh, smart, wasn't my he? Mom. Uh, they had a, a family, lived a life. She's also in education too. Is she? Uh, well, Still? she's retired. Okay. But um, she's she had like a long career gotcha. in education. So yeah, I came in the picture in, in Texas, and then uh, we got stationed in Germany. Lived there for five years. Wow. And then uh, he retired, and then we moved to to Maryland. How old were you when you guys were in Germany for those five years? Uh, I was like one to six. Oh, okay. So yeah. you didn't really like learn the language and like... No, I can probably count to six in Germany. <laughs> we go on tangents. I don't even remember what we're supposed to be talking about. Uh, your but... passion for the okay, kids. Okay, okay. Passion, passion for, the, for kids. the kids. Okay, yeah. sorry. I found out he's from Pittsburgh. <laughs> so, um, TFA comes. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm very moved by this. So I'm in... I, I decide I'm going to go to grad school and get a master's in education. The grad program is two years. I go to the registrar's office and ask if I can complete it in one. Can I take double the amount of classes to complete this grad program that's supposed to be two years in one because I need to get out there and help these kids. And so you just said no social life. No social life. Screw, I actually screw everything. I just want. I had a job and I was just kids. like <laughs> for the kids. Anyway, long story short, with some complications, they let me do it. I graduated. Joined Teach for America. They sent me to Baltimore. I was not happy about this as a Steelers fan, but I was like, you know what, God. Whatever your will You're is. You see your team two times out the year, right? <laughs> so I go teaching Baltimore schools, and yeah, that deficit is real. Now, I will say that Maryland teacher tutors, we do deal with a different demographic. The plan is to... I. <laughs> I don't know if I can say this on camera, but I kind of, you, you'll edit it out if I can. I can't edit a lot, though. <laughs> okay, so listen, my plan was always to be sort of a Robin Hood, right? Like, how do I take the money from people who have it and eventually get a nonprofit arm to the company to be able to give back? Mm -hmm. So I think that's okay to say. Yep. So the reality is, like, most of our clientele are affluent families who can afford private tutoring. Um, but the, the dream and the goal, just because my heart really is with students who don't have access to those kinds of resources, is to be able to, like I said, get a nonprofit arm to the company and be able to to give back to those families who can't afford private tutoring but need it. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I would love to do. Well, you're definitely on your way. And it starts with the, the momentum that you have with doubling every year. That's huge. And then every practice. six months, Joey. every six months, excuse me, every six months, <laughs> every six months doubling. We're here with Natalie Mangrone, the CEO of Maryland Teacher Tutors. Uh, so you've had some successes. What are some of the challenges that you've experienced? So I think there are many. Um, and I think they all revolve around just like not having any business experience. So, you know, I don't know about sales. I had to learn about sales just failing over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, having calls with parents and being like, that went really badly and they didn't book that us. That sucks. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Can we do that over? Exactly. And they're like, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, we okay. went somewhere else. Um, finances, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, I guess that's been hard, like, you know, been hard knowing the numbers. There's all these things you learn as a business professional. What is your sales close rate? What is this? What is that? And as an educator, I'm just like, I don't know any of this stuff. So yeah. that's been hard. And then I have a really hard time with work-life balance. I'm not good at that. I will work all day long, all night. And I think every uh, entrepreneur spouse will say that their spouse has work-life balance problems. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so thing. it's not just us. It's a symptom. <laughs> no, it's no, it's us. I'm saying they would say that about us. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, there are definitely challenges. And then, of course, there's a challenge of like, this is my livelihood. Like, 
if this all crashes and burns, I'm not sure what I'm going to do after this. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, Natalie, uh, what, what has been the, the biggest adjustment going from education to the business world? Like, what was the biggest thing you had to learn in order to stay relevant and competitive? Yeah, that's and a great question. Further your, your goals. I would say the biggest adjustment I had to make was I am no longer a teacher. I am an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, I am a CEO. And that, that's very different. Now, I do think teachers make really great entrepreneurs because, I mean, come on, you're handling a classroom of 30 kids yep. with all kinds of different, you know, you got a lot of academic variety. You've got a lot of different behaviors. If you can actually manage that well, you're a beast. I mean, I'm just saying you're a beast. Mm-hmm. Teachers are a beast. Um, but it had, I, I had to go from knowing I'm a teacher and like my expertise is in the knowledge and education piece to now I'm a business owner. Now I have to learn how to manage people. Now I have to learn sales. Like now I have to learn networking, all of these things that were like really uncomfortable for me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, um, we, we did a tour of the office before doing this and, um, you seem pretty good when we connected with that group that was. Kind of synergistic, I think. Which one? The um, I you mentor. For, I want to say you forgot. Yeah, no, I didn't forget them. <laughs> but what Joey didn't tell you was, so we, I was talking to this lady from I mentor, and I forgot my business cards. Okay, this is what I mean by challenges. Like, I do not remember business cards. I don't even carry business <laughs> cards that much. But here's why, though, because. A, I'm one of those green millennials. It's like you're like uh, what's my, your my email? email slogan should say, uh, "Do you have to print this email?" <laughs> <laughs> I should put that on my thing, but um, no. The reality is, like in the time that you're talking with someone, you can go on LinkedIn and send them a message, or you can That's send how them I an feel. email like straight away. So I'm not even a, a fan of carrying around this big clunky like role of, of business cards that you hand out to people. They may pick it up, they may not, but I think that is a kind of outdated concept. I you don't. can literally the same way you can put somebody's phone and phone number in your phone, you can put their email address, you can yes. write a note, you can send them an email, hey, we just met at such and such. So I you know that's that's my That makes my me thing. feel so much better because I didn't know what to do. She's like, I'll give you my card and in my head I'm like, I don't have a card to give her. So I was like, are you on Instagram? Like well, IG, a lot of business happens on IG, too. So. This is why we need the Joeys in our lives Man. to give you a different perspective. See, forget business cards. You don't need them. Burn your business cards. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have Natalie Mangrum, CEO of Maryland Teacher Tutors. Very quickly, um, are, is there any kind of challenge that I can help you with? Although I felt like we kind of went through a few like with the business cards or whatever. But are there any um, business challenges that you're facing? Quick? I don't know about quick. I mean, there's the one I, t- I sent you a message about. That's the only one I'm thinking about right okay, now. Okay, let's talk but about that's that. Not, that's not really quick. So, okay. <clears throat> so basically, you guys... Um, I just recently hired a, a, a salesperson to take the inbound parent calls. This is what I used to do. I really feel like I mastered that pitch. My sales rate was hovering at 68% consistently, right? My sales close rate. So I passed this off because obviously in order for Maryland teacher tutors to grow, I cannot do this forever, right? I got to be focused on like expansion, being able to kind of be over these different areas where MTT goes. And so really my question is like, how do I incentivize a new hire to want to do well with that? Like to want to have a high close rate the way that I did, because for me, I didn't need to be incentivized. It was my company. Like it was my livelihood. I'm like, we need to kill it. Um, For this person, how do I incentivize her? That's all I got. 
What do you think? What, what questions so do I, you have? I guess. So, so um, is this person a former teacher? Like, this person is a former teacher who okay. now works from home, has a regular like nine to five, but they work from home, which was really appealing to me because you want to be able to respond to parents pretty immediately. Yeah. Well, so to incentivize someone to be successful in sales, uh, I'm actually going through the same thing. Um, the longest standing consultant that I have on my team uh, is kind of moving into an operations role. So taking on sales, proposals, setting up meetings, closing meetings. Um, I still step into the closing meetings. But uh, you, like, I've never trained someone on something more and with greater detail and intensity than with the sales process. Okay. Because as an entrepreneur, it's so easy for you to say, oh, this is why we do this. This is how we do this. Uh, and then when someone asks a question that like throws a softball, you can easily adapt to that. Someone who doesn't have that information will either, you know, make stuff up or they'll be like, oh, that's a really good question. Let's, let's table that and I'll ask. And that can lower the confidence of, um, of the the potential buyer, so like I'm on every single call that we do. Really, I'm on every sales call. Now sometimes I'm I'm like the silent partner, so you know we do a Zoom, and then I'm on there, and then I'll hear the interactions, and we'll type on on, on Hangout. Like, oh, we'll hang out. okay. I like make sure you ask this. Oh, okay, gotcha. Or uh, uh, this person sounds like such and such and such. Let's see if this is a pain point. And so I build the confidence of that person by being in their ear. Yeah. And um. And giving them giving them what they need to win. So, do you do this forever, or do you do this only during like the training phase? Uh, I would say our training phase has been probably the last four months, three to four months, and I try to make sure that a certain part gets mastered each month. Okay. So uh, the scheduling, which we now automate, um, the intro kind of conversational piece, uh, the back and forth questioning, uh, pricing proposals follow up like on each each month we're kind of tackling a different aspect sense. of it okay so i would i would have a conversation with that person and say hey you know what's your experience with sales uh based on what you've seen thus far what areas give you the most trouble what areas would you like me to coach you up in mm -hmm. and give them an opportunity to be honest with you and transparent um i incentivize with uh with commission Okay, you know, how do so, you do that? What do you do? Uh, I won't go into percentages, but basically, you know, you get your hourly rate plus a percentage of the close. Okay, gotcha. All right, so if it's a monthly subscription oh. person, I'll give, you know, a percentage of the first first month. Gotcha. First month. If it's a one-off project, then it's a percentage of the entire package. Oh, that's smart. So okay. that person has skin in the game yeah. when it comes time to um, closing this deal because it's like, my like my trip to so and so is riding on this, or uh, <laughs> you know my ability to upgrade my computer is riding on this. Right. So giving a person skin in the game is a huge, huge factor. And I, uh, previously, you mentioned that they go off of a script. Yes. I would say make sure that person feels so comfortable talking about the business that they can go off the script or not need the script. Yeah. Because what people are listening for, especially when they reach out to a small business, is they're they're looking for the passion, they're looking for the authenticity. Right. They're looking for, oh, uh, I need to trust this person as opposed to I need to trust this company. Right. Right. What's what's your favorite uh what's your favorite like clothing store to shop? H and M. H and M. You go into H and M, you couldn't give a care less about the salesperson, the customer service, the cashier, because you know I trust H and M. They have good clothes. They have you know stuff that I want. Mm -hmm. So 
I'm going for H&M. Right. But when it's a small business, they're saying, I need to figure out who these people are. Yeah. So make sure that your salesperson is comfortable enough to talk about the business and uh, they're a teacher. So say, you know, always inject the personal story. Right. Maybe uh, you've seen a student benefit from tutoring or um, you saw a student fail and you wish you knew that, oh, man, if they just had uh, someone to walk them through stuff, um, they could have been a, a model student. Yeah. So I would say just um, try to get that person to open up. Gotcha. And then the most important aspects are going to be um, your your opening, like how that initial rapport building goes. Okay. And then the fact finding that happens in the middle. Okay. And then the way that you close, but then also the follow up. Gotcha. So it's like four parts to a sales conversation. That opening, meet in the middle, mm-hmm. close, follow up. Okay. Yep. yep. Because we'll have people that'll say, man, you know what? Uh, I went with you all because you called me back. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why my my close rate was high. Mm-hmm. I followed up with people. Yeah. Yeah. The polite persistence. Yeah. So, um, and we see that too. Like we close deals because we follow up and um, you may feel like you're nudging or your person may feel like they're nudging, but it's like, no, like we have a service that is going to help this person, free this person from whatever stuff they've got going on. And, um, and so, yeah, just continue to like incentivize that person with, you're a great person. You can do this. You've seen the benefits of tutoring. You know why this is important. You can go with some commission if you would like. Right. Um, but just keep practice, 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 practice okay. makes perfect. Practice for all sorts of opportunities too. Like we would do mock calls and I would be a disgruntled uh, person. <laughs> I love it. I would be like, um, I'd be the person who has no answers, but. <laughs> But it's just the fact finder. Yeah. Like there's so many different kind of um, scenarios that you step into in a sales process. So to coach your person up to be able to identify, all right, this is a decision maker. Right. This is not a decision maker. Okay. This person is ready to sign on the dotted line right now. And I want to cut all of the bureaucracy and get them to close right now. Right. Uh, so you got all these different things that you can coach them through so that they feel comfortable. And then I think maybe I should um, consider hopping on a call like once a month, just randomly yeah. like, hey, I see that you have, because she sees me on everything. So I can yeah. say, hey, I see you have this call coming up. I'm going to hop on there yeah. in three ways just to kind of hear how it goes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and we want a, a recent deal because uh, I was on that call, but I was silent partner but then they wanted to, the company wanted to speak with me as the owner oh. to like seal the deal. Okay. So uh, I was on that first call. Maybe it was like a Tuesday. And then on Friday, we set up the call and then I spoke with them. Gotcha. And then um, we closed. Very so, cool. uh, yeah, your presence will always be involved in the sales process. Yeah. But um, you can kind of like, no, I won't say always because there's plenty of, companies that you go to and the, um, the owner is not involved uh, like even the first touch second touch or like somewhere down the chain but um it's always going to be important to you so you should always like observe like, yeah hey, how's it inspect what you expect yep cool. yep manage cool. you can only manage what you measure yeah um, lots of Lucky if you buck. <laughs> what? <laughs> I cannot. 
I know. Well, Natalie, this has been cool. Uh, how can people follow you? How can people connect with you? So, you know, honestly, I really like... Um, Show us your business card. Yeah, <laughs> that I don't have. I really love for people to follow my personal at Natty Mangrum, N-A-T-T-Y-M-A-N-G-R-U-M. And then you'll see a lot of Maryland teacher tutors stuff right on my personal. You can also follow the company page at Maryland Teacher Tutors, but... You'll get a lot more personality and authenticity from my personal page. So that would be great to connect with you guys there. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for coming on to the show. And we will see you, listener, next week. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at? Only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems. Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at Jumpstart HR. Jumpstart HR, let's build a better business together. Thanks for listening to the Business Life and Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at Joey V. Price HR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.businesslifeandcoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.